And welcome back to the Film Real Cast. It's the very last episode of Loki Season 1. And as usual, I'm joined by the wonderful, very lovely, and ex- apparently extremely hot Neil. Neil, tell me why you're so hot, apart from oh. the obvious reason. Well, I'm sat in my wonderful conservatory, because this is where I record things, but of course it's nine o'clock, well, ten o'clock in the morning, it's already 24 degrees outside, so <laughs> I'm turning into a puddle as we speak. You're sweating your big ones off at the moment. Honestly, it's horrendous, so... <laughs> If all of a sudden I go quiet, it's probably because I've passed out. <laughs> if I every bang on the floor, then that's it. <laughs> yeah. I'll carry a recording, mate, in the name of being professional, obviously. Perfect. Don't worry about that. I wouldn't expect anything less from you. Thank you. <laughs> if, you think, if you think you are going to fade, just give me your best bits, worst bits, quickly. <laughs> so this is episode six. We've been. It's been a long journey. Again, It's. it's kind of been an up and down case of especially for me personally of getting in watching this falling asleep having to watch it in two or three parts and then kind of having to talk about it and it's the last one and it seems to come around really quick and it's just i've watched this three times now mm-hmm. and each time i think as my brain has understood what's happening my opinions <laughs> have changed so uh it does take a while if you people would know if listen to various other podcasts but yeah, for all time, always. There's a massive hint in the title of this. And what yes. was your expectations of going into this last one, episode um, six? I was hoping there would be a massive finale, um, which, of course, there hasn't been, um, <laughs> which is kind of disappointing. But, yeah, I guess I was hoping, it, yeah, I really hoped there was going to be some massive battle or what have you, you know, very MCU-like. But... Um, yeah, there wasn't. But I still enjoyed the episode, I have to say. I know that you, in our last podcast of Kill Bill, basically slated this, saying that you couldn't wait to finish it. And that upset me a little bit. But then you texted me and said, oh, I've changed my mind. Yeah, so, I've, I've watched it numerous times. and Because I, I think I watched it, and the, the trouble we've had with a lot of them is kind of, it's been so padded out of waffle, isn't it? Yes. And yes. after working, you're fucking a whole day when you come in and listening to more waffle you think christ i need some action i need some something fast happening explosions that keeps me on the edge of my seat and sometimes waffle just isn't what i need yeah so get that. i think that's where i've struggled but yeah we were left where they were in the void and they uh kind of beat a life they enchanted a life to go um to like, this citadel where the the timekeeper was there, they didn't know who it was going to be, and uh, Mobius was going to go back to the TVA, and in his words, he was going to burn it to the ground, which built up a huge episode, uh, a mm. really exciting, explosive, possibly explosive episode yes. for number six. So it's going to be good to see whether it's delivered on several different layers, and we do get the like the flashbacks. And before it starts, I really enjoyed the opening to this where the marvel comes up yeah it's different wasn't it oh it was so good the the way they took all the different quotes from Mm -hmm. cap my man from captain marvel it was just a brilliant and obviously um a black panther as well it it was just great to hear that way to go tic tac that's how you punch 
Nah, you wouldn't have heard of me. Let me put you on hold. Dance off, bro. He's a friend from work. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. I'll show you philosophy. I further faster, baby. We have a hot You're going to jump on that spaceship and get out of no, here. No, you want to cook? It's you. Please, you. Take it because when they showed or played that, you went through the universe and it was like looking for the Hubble telescope of a supernova of stars being born and universes and that. And that's what they were doing, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I, it, I, I was, wasn't expecting it. I was expecting the normal sort of, you know, Marvel intro. But it was, yeah, it blew me away. It was quite very clever, very well thought out, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was lovely and a kind, a kind of nice homage because you had the the music that played when um cap was dancing um with peggy and it, it was just really really nice and having just watched um black widow she, she's gone cap's gone iron man's gone and uh, obviously black panther as well sadly that it yeah. was just a, a kind of a nice tribute to them in a way and i really enjoyed it yeah no definitely i think it's, it was a, it was a nice touch yeah strange that, all that the it time. was in this i like it yeah, yeah. it was in this. Maybe because it's the multiverse thing. I don't know. Like, That's what all I got was. Yeah. It was kind of as they were doing that, they were showing the whole universe as as it was, uh, and I, yeah, I thought it was a really, really good touch, really clever. But mm. and you do get um, Sylvie and Loki, and at the moment they're a, they're a strong team. They, they're clearly, even though they haven't expressed their feelings fully. They're clearly in love of each other yeah. and they've got each other's back. And they're kind of like a, there is a plan for them to kind of be together after this, isn't there? Yeah, I think that's what they were hoping to be. They wanted yeah. to be together afterwards, definitely. Yeah, and obviously this will contain spoilers. And we'll, so if anyone hasn't seen this, I suggest go and see it because we will spoil it for you. <laughs> so, yes. And yes, when will. they get into this building, it's, Really, really old. It's, it appears to be abandoned, and you do get um, like the the little kind of orange clock time guide come in. Yeah. And I've in this one, I found that these clocks normally to be quite happy, but this one appears really sinister with regards yeah. to what it says. It, it it gives an ultimatum, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It's it's odd. It's almost like it's far more involved than you think it is. Like when it's you know, like you say, it was really nice and happy and jovial around uh, the TVA, sort of teaching him about things and stuff like that. But now she's turned really sinister because she clearly is very close to the one who remains. Yes, and that's really interesting. And even when you look on the IMDB and things like that, mm. that this the, the timekeeper or, or whoever they kind of choose to, to call it at this point is called the one who remains. And... And kind of again, spoilers. Looking at this, I think and that this person is called Kang from the comics. Yes, this is what I've got from this as well. Yeah, and it's kind of when you do a bit of digging, it's kind of spoiled as well because mm. Ant Man and the Wasp um, Quantumania. Uh, you see uh, Jonathan Majors who plays um, the was it the Kang the Conqueror in it. And obviously, Jonathan Majors plays um, the character. What did you just call him? The one who should be obeyed, or fucking what uh, it was? Who he who remains? He who remains. Oh, that's my my wife. The one who should be obeyed. I always get them confused. 
and uh, it's Kang the Conqueror. So clearly, from, from what we're going to get out of this, that Kang is a, a quite a nasty um, villain who it, it does involve time travel. So that's I kind of I wonder why they didn't say that when it will be so apparent to to people who watch this, you know. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't reveal it. Maybe they're doing that for season two or something like that. But yeah, normally they would say who they are, wouldn't they? But it's sort of they've kept it aloof. So yeah, maybe people... to, maybe to keep people talking because like they do every episode, don't they? They do something to keep people guessing. Yeah, do you think people will look possibly and will check to see what's going on and who these people possibly could be, especially. Like fans who have really invested in the comic books, like more so ever than I have, yeah. would know who it is. And even on different podcasts, listen to they saying, "Well, this is clearly, clearly Kang." But mm. so, and when you they, the clock says that you can wake up tomorrow and just have a lifetime of happy memories, and it's sowing a seed in a certain way of you can be on board with this, and you can both be together or. Mm the consequences are that you'll be separate or you can be like Loki can be like a time Lord and he can yeah. be in charge of everything. You know how you got into this mess. What? The battle of New York, silly you versus those self righteous Avengers. How would you like to win? But not just there. You can kill Thanos. You want the Infinity Gauntlet? Yours. Throne of Asgard? No problem. What about you, Missy? All those years on the run? Desperate. Alone. How would you like to wake up tomorrow with just a lifetime of happy memories? And I think that's the, the biggest seed that's sown, because Loki is always someone who wants power, every opportunity. And I like the fact that um, Sylvie can't trust anyone and Loki can't be trusted. That's just their <laughs> character traits. Yes. yes. And these two are never really, despite the amount they love each other, it's like a, a marriage to a certain extent. If they've got these character traits, they're never, ever going to be able to trust each other, no matter the situation, because there's always going to be a what if. And no, that definitely. does play out in this really cleverly, I think. No, it does. It does. It's um, it ramps up quite quickly towards the end, doesn't it? The, how yes. their relationship is, but they're still very much individuals, and they yeah. they have to follow their own ideals. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah, it's something that causes the uh, the consequences of the universe, the the future films, Doctor Strange, and I say Ant Man. But you go to. I was disappointed, I've got to be honest, you go to Renslayer's office, she's there, and um, the clock's there as well, and said, she's asking for these files at the end of the time, he says, no, use these files, this, these are the files he wants you to have that will be useful, and again, she doesn't say who he is, No. and then you get Mo uh, Morbius turns up, or Mobius turns up, and from his speech of saying, I'm going to burn it to the ground, I'm going to do this, I expected fireworks. <laughs> Oh, no. And we got the opposite of fireworks, didn't we? Yeah, it was just him talking again, trying to sort of turn around, and then they have a really shit fight. 
yeah, I don't know. I think you're being so kind calling it a fight. I have to say, I, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, really enough. kind there. No, that's fair enough. Yeah, he gets beaten up really easily. Yeah, yeah. okay, fair enough. There's nothing there, and I, and I was really surprised and disappointed because we know Owen Wilson's character, and Owen Wilson he plays apart from um, behind enemy lines where he does in, with Gene Hackman, where he plays a, a, a soldier. He doesn't tend to play characters with any kind of uh, bang behind them, any anger no. and aggression. No. And the way he challenged um, Renslayer and said that there is more to this, you, you're just being naive and you're a variant. And she stepped forward and he had that um, tool to prune her. Bang, took it out of his hand. What are you going to do? I'm going to go and see the future. I'm going to go and see my destiny of what I want to see. Bang, she's gone. And yeah. she obviously will be back in um, further episodes, whether it's the MCU or whether it's season two. But what a letdown. Where's the fireworks? Where's the threat? Where's the danger? There is nothing there, is there? No, no. He's he's massively pushed out on it, hasn't he? It just, it, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm going to go and burn it to the ground. And he just basically has a chat, gets yeah, pushed over, and he just gives up straight away, and she walks through a portal door, and he's just yeah. left on the floor looking like a an absolute mug. So, yeah, I, yeah, I have to agree with you, to be honest. It, it was very disappointing, that side of it. The other side of it, though, was quite clever, wasn't it, with the Hunter B-15, because he's obviously spoken to her, and she's yes. hatched this plan, hasn't she, to start turning people against the TVA and what they stand for. And I yeah. thought the way they did that was quite clever. Yeah, and I kind of, I missed the, the little hint on a pen. Yeah, I completely forgot about that, yeah. But, um, as you say, Hunter B-15 goes to a high school and he sees a pen uh, that she's got with a high school on there. Mm. And then she comes out as the the head teacher or the head of the school, yeah. not knowing anything about the TVA, proving the point that they are all normal people um, and they've been kind of turned into variants. Yeah. Or, well, they are all variants from the yeah. TVA, yeah. which does prove a point. But where does that, that doesn't take us anywhere else. It doesn't really burn down the, the TVA, no. does it? No, it certainly doesn't burn it down. But I guess what they're, you know, it's just a clever way of starting to get people to realise who they are rather than they've all believed they've been created for this purpose. So though there wasn't much fireworks, which we all hoped there would be, this bit I liked. The bit with um, Mobius was crap, let's be fair, but I just, I liked the way they sort of tried, because you had to think about it, didn't you? Because two of them, you know, Hunter B-15 and Mobius trying to date down the entire TVA is near on impossible. Yeah. So they had to think of a way of, oh, how are we going to be able to do it? And they done the intelligent route rather than the you know the brute force which yeah. would be how they would do it when you think about it because there's no way that two of them could take everything down especially mobius being a massive pussy obviously <laughs> 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 not mincing your words there are you <laughs> well he got beaten the fuck up didn't he let's be fair he was just it was, it yeah. was pathetic it was like stealing like that the kind of wimps lunch at school, isn't it? That you just it trip was. them over and just take it and yeah, give us your money. You okay. <laughs> yeah. 
I did like the, and the rest of this really, apart from when I look at the timelines branching off, um, just going completely insane beyond control. Mm. The rest of it is at the city's The rest of it is with, um, uh, with who I'm going to call Kang because I can't remember any other description for the guy. <laughs> and I, I, I kind of got a real Matrix vibe from this of when they do go and see um, the gatekeeper and he does explain everything uh, to Keanu Reeves and the reasons why different things happen. Yeah. And the only difference being, I actually understood what they say in Loki <laughs> as to where I've watched <laughs> Matrix so many times. And I still don't understand what the fuck the gatekeeper is talking about. Honestly, <laughs> it does not make any sense whatsoever. Oh, James has said he is going to explain it to us, though, hasn't he? So, he has, and we need to do the Matrix so James can explain it, because yeah. he could redeem everything. If he can explain this perfectly, I might not even take the piss out of him wrestling, but I can't promise that. Cause... Mate, don't ever, you can't promise that at all. No way. No, I, I, I get great satisfaction from doing that. Oh, you do. So do <laughs> I, to be fair. <laughs> you just hear his little heart break every time you do it. It's fucking brilliant. I love it so much. <laughs> what did so, you think of, um, let's call Kang, what, what did you think of him? I really, a... do you know, I was about to ask you that same question, which is really, really strange. I, right. first time I saw him, I, I, again, I was tired. I was, I was, I don't think I was in the mood for it. I didn't really like him. Um, but I didn't know what to expect as in who they'd have, um, mm. And what kind of being would be the the timekeeper? But I enjoyed that the quirky nature of him. That he's so self assured. He's so confident. He's yeah. he actually openly admits uh, that he runs the timeline and he's under control of everything. And that in a certain way, he's not being made to do it. He is in charge of everything. Yeah, and he acknowledges his own power of how powerful he is and that I chose everything. And I, I like his character. He's so quirky and so different. What did you think? Yeah, well, I thought I had similar opinions. Like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, God, this is a bit weird. But then the more I thought about it, it's like this guy's on his own all the time. He knows the future because he's seen it. And, you know, he is quirky. You would be like that. And I like the fact that he wasn't like your normal tyrant villain which he goes around saying how powerful he is and basically threatening and menacing he was a different kind of menacing in the sense of he didn't appear threatening whatsoever yeah and i liked that but, yeah, yeah definitely the, the, yeah. it was the opposite of what you got with like thanos wasn't yes. it yes yes and that's what i like i like the fact it was different rather than someone in a big chair you know in a throne room or whatever with his minions running around. He was just a bloke on his own that's running a timeline and obviously explains it more later why he's doing what he's doing. But, you know, he's almost friendly with them, isn't he? And Yeah. Yeah, he's not aggressive at all. No. Yeah, he's just explaining everything the way it is, but not in a way where he's kind of bigging himself up and saying, look, I decided to do this. I destroyed this person. It's purely in a case of like when he's explaining, uh, which I think is brilliant the way they do it visually for this is, uh, this is made for me, for my brain. Uh, <laughs> when he, he explains that years ago, and it's in a way it's kind of is what they were told, how the, the TVA came around and mm. with regards to the, 
the Batwater University is that he discovered himself and they did share all this different information to improve their own planets. And through that, um, they became kind of very hostile towards each other and they took each other out um, until there was only one remaining. And it was really well visually done. And I love that little figure um, of Kang meeting Kang from another multiverse. Oh, no. and it was just such a good idea. And the fact that they're just normal people who are extremely clever. And he explains that all of the other Kangs, there's lots of other Kangs around who are being kept at bay. And they're a lot more evil, a lot more mad and sinister and mm. just bizarre. And it's, he's the gatekeeper keeping all of them at bay. And it's yeah. the unknown risk that I, I quite enjoy in this. And that's the, the kind of scruples that faces Sylvie and Loki, which is done really well because he's not making any threat towards them. He's not twisting it. It's Loki and Sylvie who are doing it that you can rule this um, if you take me out. No, no, it's you can if you kill me, the others will come. Yeah, the other Kangs will come and uh, they're a lot more evil than us uh, or me. And the universe will be in a lot more desperate state and will be controlled by just an infinite amount, which is really worrying. But Sylvie doesn't believe him, does she? No, she doesn't believe him at all. You know, he's, he basically says, doesn't he, I want to retire. I'll keep it as it is. You run it all. And then you can do it as you want. But I'll keep the other versions of me at bay or kill me. And it, it's all hell breaks loose. And Sylvie just doesn't believe him at all because obviously she was plucked as a child and was able to escape the TVA. But Loki, he sort of, considering who he is and the fact that he's the god of mischief and everything else, because his character arc has changed so much in this series, he doesn't believe him at all, does he? No. Or he believes him, sorry, completely. And he's really worried about what's going to happen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Loki gets it straight yeah. away. And I mean, do you believe um, what Kang is saying? Or do you think, because I didn't know whether Kang was someone who is stuck in that building and this is the only way he can get out, or whether he's actually given him a genuine warning. What did you think? I, at this point, I didn't know. I was, you know, it's because it's all been so devious from the beginning, you know, you find out the TVA and all these innocent people that are being killed and this weird planet where people are sent to just die to a and stuff like that. So you think, is it this just another trick because they've managed to get to where they are? But there again, he said, you know, I know everything. I know that you're going to be here. This is, you are here because I've made it. So, so mm. why would he lie? I was at this point in it. I didn't know where it was going to go. I have to be no. honest. And he even admits to weaponizing a liar for his own gain to destroy mm. everyone else. And you kind of think, why would he admit to something like that? Because you just wouldn't admit to that, would you? Well, no. And I think that's the thing. He's being completely br brutally honest, isn't he? Because he's fed up with being there. He's been there for probably thousands of years. And he just doesn't want to do it anymore. You know, he, yeah. he's, he's done and he wants these two to take over, doesn't he? But the problem is Sylvie's hate. Yeah, he's and he's got nothing to lose, has he? No. 
well, no, if he dies, he dies. He doesn't know anything about what happens in the future. If he carries on, you know, then everything's sa- he has nothing to lose. You're completely yeah. right. Yeah, and it's Silver's rage, which mm. I think he 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 clearly knows because he this is all played out anyway to a certain extent, and I like that it's there are there are odds with this, and even they call it out, don't they? That you don't trust anyone, I can't be trusted. That is just the way the situation goes. So mm. I think Loki's based upon feelings. And then I'm hoping that your feelings towards me and mine towards you will then make it that you don't kill me and that we can agree to work this out together. And clearly that isn't the case. And the fight they kind of have together is a very soft fight, isn't it? It's not really a fight. It's more of an argument with weapons, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. But that's that's been the thing throughout this, hasn't it? But, yeah, no, it's... They are just trying to argue. He's trying to convince Sylvie that killing him is the wrong thing to do. And she's just keeps telling him where he needs to die. And it doesn't really change anything whatsoever, does it? That She is not going to change her mind. And he's he hasn't got the ability to do that. Loki cannot yeah. change her mind. As much as he wants to, there's no way. No, exactly. And... I do like the the conversation. Again, I, I like the fact that every time Kang's talking, there is no threat. He's not begging for his life. He's not worried at any point. And I found it from where they're sitting by the lake earlier with Loki and Sylvie, mm. the conversation they have and the fact that Loki is virtually begging. He's crying. He's got tears in his eyes, wanting um, Sylvie to change her mind. But she's just full of rage i mean and understandably she was taken mm. away from her parents um when she was younger and she's had no childhood whatsoever thanks to um kang so i fully understand and appreciate why because she's wanted this moment all her life and again when kang even calls out sylvie saying you're yeah. a murderer you're a killer and she is yeah. great call out i love oh, that fantastic part. yeah called her a hypocrite because she said, yeah. oh, you're a murderer. And he said, you're a hypocrite. We're all villains here. We've all killed people. You know, he's no different yeah. to them. He's just done it on a larger scale. But he's done yeah. it for a, the purpo- a, a good purpose, if you like, according to him. Because he stopped other versions of him from killing everyone or doing worse things. So yeah, I kind of like him. He's a villain, but he isn't. He's doing it for a good reason. You could say that about Thanos, couldn't you? I always think this about Thanos as well. Yeah. I know Thanos, obviously, did kill loads of people. But his his theory was overpopulation and planets are starving and there's greed. So if I rid planets of half the, the population, obviously, he's not in a position to do that, that, that. He shouldn't do that. He's got too much power. That yeah. planets are, are progressing. And, and in his mind, there is food and... Uh, they can kind of re- start again, and yeah. he's he's seen that, and he believes that's true. Where you saw from Earth, where families were just obviously wiped out, and the place was in a right state. So it depends um, also the defence you're on, whether that's true or not. Well, yeah, that's it, isn't it? But you know, that's a single universe in the sense of he's going around 
destroying half of planets and stuff like that. And that's because he truly believes what he's doing is right. But there again, lots of maniacal people go around saying stuff, doing horrible things because they think it's the right thing to do. The difference, exactly. The difference between the two is that he's trying to stop a greater evil from happening. If you see what I mean, to multiple universes. Yeah. And so that's where it's even bigger, isn't it? It's even bigger than Thanos. Mm. Oh sense. yeah, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. In comparison, this is kind of the uh, the biggest if you villain of all, mm. isn't he? Really. Yeah, that's that's how it comes across. He's so powerful, isn't it? It's almost even though he's only a human, like you say, he's he's just flesh and blood. He's just extremely intelligent. But it's very clever. I like it. I didn't know much about Kang or any of that side of it, to be honest. Like I've always said, I've never been a massive MCU fan until the films that I got into because of you. And watching these series on on Disney Plus, it's it's fantastic. You can see the lore behind it and how clever it actually is. So this Kang yeah. character, who I knew nothing about, but obviously seeing this, I looked into it a little bit more. And the mythology behind it is fantastic. It really yeah, is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. I've never heard of Kang before. It was only one of the podcasts I listened to that uh, they were talking about it. And I thought, well, normally I don't dip in, but why not? This is mm. the last one. And it's clearly going to be a major, major character. And yeah, the, the history, everything is just so well written and so well detailed. And what I also like is when throughout all of this, when Loki and Sylvia are talking to each other and trying to agree on what to do, he's in the background with his hands together as if he's watching like a love film on the television. Mm. It's so sweet because he's seen all of this. But it has got to a certain stage where it branches out so much that he can no longer guess what's happening. And that's the scary part. And I, I enjoy that, the fact that he even openly admits... I don't know what's going to happen now. I'm I'm helpless. I have I know as much as you, and that's yeah. unusual for like the main baddie to admit such a weakness. But he does it, which is even scarier. Yeah, no, definitely because you do because he says you know everything's written here and he's showing them basically the script of their life. But then he says once this goes too far, I have no control over it anymore. So yeah, you know, so, and he freaky. says yeah, it is, and he he says you know you can kill me now pretty much because I can't stop you. Because he—that's what he could move around, couldn't he? To to stop her killing him, because she's Sylvie swinging for him like crazy person for like not yeah. a good part of it, and he knows yeah. what's going to happen. But from now on, and it's—it's a really odd idea, isn't it? That that's that's the way it is. But I liked it. I have to be honest. Yeah, and Sylvie murders him. Doesn't kills yeah. him. She murders him. I mean, she looks him in the eye and stabs him in the chest. And to a certain extent, I think kind of like frees him of yeah. what's going on. Well, he said, I'm too to old to do this. Yeah. Well, like I said, he's been doing it for so long, you know, probably thousands of years trying to sort everything out and keep it as it is. But yeah, she sends Loki through a portal back to the I was TVA. surprised. I was so surprised mm. at that. I really didn't see that coming, that they kiss and yeah. then he's thrown back to the TVA and he sits there broken, dejected, knowing that he's lost. Yeah. And uh, Sylvie is, in his eyes, making the biggest mistake that will affect the whole entire universe. Yeah. It's weird, though, isn't it? When Sylvie's 
going up to to um, Kang, and he's excited, isn't he? Yeah, so strange. It's so odd. It's he's just like really happy about the fact this is happening, sort of yeah. thing, and smiling. Why do you think away. that is? Why? Because he just wants to release. He's done with it. You know, he he's. I, I've done this now. I've given you the choice, and you're making your. For once in your life, you're having your own choice. Yeah, he does see say I mean. see you again, doesn't he, or see you around. Yeah. And, yeah, that is him done. But And then you see, uh, out the window, you do see all the like the branches and the timelines mm. just going absolutely crazy. And you see uh, Hunter B-15 and Mobius back at the, the TVA looking at these timelines just... Uh, and it's so clever, it's so, so clever the way this is done and Loki has some kind of idea. We don't know what that is. And he rushes and he goes to see um, Mobius and Hunter B-15 talking. And he kind of openly admits this is what's happened. And and the speech he gives, he's terrified of um, Kang, which is, um, I've never seen Loki like this before. And, to just the way he says it, that he's a huge part of the universe. He's, this is what's going to happen. And it's brilliant what he says. Yeah, oh, no, definitely. It's fantastic. Going back, I think the only time he's ever looked this worried is when he was obviously fighting um, Thanos in the ship, obviously in Endgame and all the whatever it was, the one where he gets killed because he knows that he can't do anything about it. Yeah, the speech that he does, though, saying about different versions and there's going to be massive wars and stuff like that. I have what that. you want. And yeah. it's, you know, and we've made a massive, terrible mistake and all this. And just the fact that Hunter B-15 and Mobius sat there going, what the hell are you talking about? What's going yeah. on? Yeah. You know. <laughs> and he does, like, he's looking at it and going, why don't you, what aren't you getting, sort of thing. And then you, it turns, doesn't it? And instead of there being a statue of a timekeeper, the timekeepers, it's a actual statue of Kang. So yeah. he's clearly in an alternate universe. How clever is that? What a brilliant twist mm. that is. The fact you're saying, who are you? Slow down. I take it you must be an agent. And he's yeah. looking at them. It's like an episode of The Twilight Zone of yeah. just all these people you recognise and you're in a land of... And it's just changed. And again, I kind of got a, few, like a vibe of Planet of the Apes of when they see mm. the Statue of um, of Liberty and yeah. it, everything's changed. And it was a really good ending. It must be ho- just horrifying for Loki to realise that he's got to go through the whole thing again, explain who he is again. Um, and definitely. how he's going to get out of this, I honestly don't know. And then the post credit scenes is that there is a season two, which... Kind of, I, I expected something bigger at the post credits. I have to say, yeah, there was not much on there at all, was there? Which is a bit strange because no. normally, you know, the last three episodes, though, isn't there? They haven't really done anything. So, yeah, yeah there you go. But the so, director, apparently, of this, um, she, Kate Heron, says she's not doing the second season. Oh, really? So, yeah, she said that she only wanted to do one. Um, so I don't know who's going to direct the season two. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder why they mm. made that choice then. I don't know. I think she was just saying that you know she she liked the idea of doing it, but she only wanted to do one season. So 
someone else will have to pick it up and it'll be interesting to see if they take it in a slightly different direction or or whatever i don't know yeah that's quite worrying really isn't it mm. i always worry when they do stuff like that because yeah hopefully the writers stay the same and then it's yeah just, but yeah because i've been i liked it visually i think it's been a nice series i know we've had our issues with it in a sense of it's padded and the action scenes haven't been particularly well done in areas but generally on the whole i've enjoyed it to be honest and um i i'm i'm excited for the second season and i didn't think you would be but it sounds like you kind of are now yeah do you know i'll admit i i was wrong i was hasty and i enjoyed this and i thought it was a good ending and mm. the it, it ended leaving me wanting more and i want to find out um what's going to happen to loki i i must admit i'm not really interested in Renslayer, and no. i want to know what's going to happen to whether that's going to come but i don't know when the um, ant-man film's coming out or the doctor strange i must have not looked to be honest but how what effect it will have on on these films but i was pleased with the ending and having watched it again and again I've enjoyed it more and more, but I think this could have been five five episodes easier. I think mm. it, it. I hope season two isn't padded out like season one is. Um, I think if I had to kind of get it out of ten for the whole thing, I'd probably give it maybe a six and a half out of ten. I think. Cool, blimey, that's quite low. But there again, I think you you're you're right. I'd probably give it a good seven maybe slightly higher than you because i i didn't mind the amount of dialogue as much yeah i think as you um yes certain episodes like the one on the planet where they're basically stuck yes so overly padded and like we mentioned it would have been nice if there was more like a side story of mobius trying to find out where they were and stuff like that it was all very just padded out and it was fairly funny in areas but yeah. it wasn't and the action scene where they're dodging bits of building looked so fake it was yeah it was frustratingly bad um but in general i just i liked it i definitely recommend watching it i think it's a series that you should watch if you like sort of the multiverse side of marvel do you everything. think you need to watch this? It, bearing in mind, it looks like all the MCU now with Spider-Man um, and Doctor Strange and everything else is going to be kind of multiverse-based. That do you think you need to watch this? Probably not, because I don't. Uh, the good thing with Marvel stuff is you generally don't have to watch all of them to understand it. They, they, the films generally explain themselves in their own way, don't they? Yeah, so, you usually do. Yeah, you know, you could, let's be fair, if you watch the entire MCU series of films, though they all interlink, if you just watch one of them, it's extremely enjoyable and it has a, a beginning, a middle and an end, which is explained very, very well. And I don't, you know, I don't think watching this is a necessary part. It's enjoyable if you like that type of thing, but this isn't going to be for everyone because, no. you know, a lot of people watched it because they want action, 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 amazing weapons and all that type of stuff. This isn't about that at all. 
it's the complete opposite of that. Yeah, definitely. And I think if I told, I'd have to highlight that to someone who was watching mm. this because I went into expecting that, to be honest. And I think yeah. that's where I struggled, that it was so dialogue heavy. But having watched it and spoken about it, and I think the payoff at the end is worth it. And I think it yeah. needed to be. If it wasn't a good payoff at the end, it would have been just so, so disappointing. And I don't think I would have watched season two where I, as I will. Yeah, and I, I was worried, actually, that you might turn around and say that you wouldn't watch season two. Because I thought, well, is that the end of Loki for, for Stu? But I'm pleased that it did end in a way that's kept you interested. Because I think I would have watched it anyway. But maybe with an, an eye to, I'll give it a bit, a couple of episodes, then drop it. Sort of yeah. thing. Whereas right now, I want I want more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think you're right. You should, you'd should you have to advise someone because this is completely different to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which did have dialogue, but it was comedy and action and the chemistry and everything was fantastic. Yeah. This is, yeah. Very, this is very different. Oh, I yeah. And Falcon had its faults as well. I mean, that podcast mm-hmm. is there for, to listen to. We've reviewed that and go onto the YouTube channel and uh, on all good podcasting platforms. And you can hear our reviews of that. And also my review of WandaVision as well, which is on the YouTube channel. So, but this was different. And I can't wait for you to watch WandaVision to hear what you think about that. I really enjoyed yeah. WandaVision. I will watch it. I keep saying I will. And I keep sort of putting it off. But you keep telling me how good it is. So I will stop being a twat and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's an, like this you need first episode good second episode hmm, and then you, you need to give it a chance you just need to because it is payoff and i enjoyed it and i thought elizabeth olsen and paul bettany are, are brilliant in this i think it's just so good but yeah, yeah they're, good, they're, they're good characters in themselves aren't they i just didn't when i i don't know i said it before just the way the trailers and stuff like that it just looked just looked yeah. really odd and I just I was just like, well, I it is. Know, I get on with it. It but. is meant to be odd. It's it, and it, there's a reason why it's odd. Um, so yeah, it, it, the, yeah. The, that's the payoff for it. But yeah, definitely. But so it, that ends our podcasting on Saturdays for a while, doesn't it? Even though it's it, Sunday today. It, yeah, well, it's been a bit of a strange weekend, isn't it? But there you go. I mean, it it is a shame. It's a shame it's over, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm just looking to see what's sort of coming up next. Because there's obviously a plan for multiple things, isn't there? So we've got the cartoon which is coming up called What If, which is what scheduled. What If's brilliant, so yeah. good. Have you seen any of those at no, all? No, not yet. No. Oh no. my lord! What What's that on? Is that on Disney as well? Or is I'm that... hoping that will be on Disney. I really, really hope that is going to be so much. We'll have to do those. Oh, definitely. definitely. That looks so much fun. Honestly. It really yeah. does look hell of a lot of fun. I like um, um, animation stuff anyway, as you know. So yeah, you know, I, I'm very interested in watching that. So yeah, yeah. we'll definitely do that. But there's isn't lots it? of different ones coming up, isn't there? Apparently, so Ooh, yeah, there is. Yeah, and you got um, Shang Chi coming out. Yeah. And that's in September, which again, a character I don't know a lot about. So you got Eternals November. Again, yeah. I don't know a lot about Eternals. Um, and you've got Spider-Man. Yes. Um, no Way Home in December. So it, it's... Because from having nothing, it's going to be a, a 
a big big year really isn't it so and i think it's august isn't it the um what if is that right i think it's august yeah but what have we got yeah so september is shang chi and the legends of the ten rings then eternals is november apparently spider-man the next one is december then you've got your doctor strange is the multiverse of madness is next march yeah and then there's a new thor then there's um black panther what kind of forever yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be tricky isn't it about it's Chadwick gonna Boseman, be, it's gonna be tricky. yeah you'd hope oh, i know this sounds really bad but you'd hope they would have just sort of retired that one because yeah. of obviously a sad passing you don't re- i don't really want to see anyone else playing no it'd be, I, I don't know i just I, I loved michael b jordan and I, I thought he was so he's such a good actor he's mm. so good he's such a presence and i was kind of gutted like is he gonna have died and he hasn't kind of announced anything or he's, he's hinted a few things or what he'd like but i'd be happy if michael b jordan carried the mantle yeah, okay honestly because i really like him but you can never replace um bozeman he was so no. good no. so so good he was brilliant as natural as that role wasn't he so it's going to be interesting having seen um black widow mm. when you've got uh hawkeye the series yeah that's coming out as well yeah how that plays because when you've poor old jeremy renner is <laughs> one of the characters who you think why didn't you just jump over that cliff you know i know you yeah. wanted to but everyone i've spoken to has said if he would have died i wouldn't have been like bothered about it Oh, no, and definitely. It's gutted. And, I mean, you haven't seen Black Widow yet, have you? No, 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 I haven't. No, I haven't no so, yeah, so you, it's going to be linked to the Black Widow film, I think, to a certain extent as right. to what direction it's going to go in. Um, and certainly the post credit scene as well is going to steer it in that direction. So okay. it's um, well worth watching the film and stand around for the one post credit scene. That's all there is. Even though people leave the cinema, which makes me so angry. I feel like standing up saying, stay, there's a post credit scene. It's Marvel. What are you doing? Walking out. Yeah, but that's true. They, they still do it. So, but yeah, so it's going to be strange not doing two podcasts a week, but we have got Caliber coming up, a film Paul has wanted to do that we've, organized and arranged to do it and then it hasn't happened this week it's much to your dismay it is happening yeah i'm really looking forward to it it's going to be an interesting <laughs> podcast it's going to be a divisive podcast definitely folks well, and one that i would not miss because we're not going to agree on this film and no. that's one thing for sure and we're going to fight our own corners on this so definitely yeah, that's fair enough if you haven't subscribed why not do subscribe and we do get um, 40 or thousand listens uh, downloads or whatever you want to call it and thank you to everyone we, we say it all the time don't we and we are so yeah. grateful but subscribe to the YouTube channel that's what I'm going to say you're sitting there on the train on the bus at home go over to YouTube film realcast and subscribe and then you won't miss anything but thanks and everyone and you see Stu's face so that's that's yes, really the reason for. not to Jesus. no no it's the reason to do it I have lost two and a half stones since doing that. So you need to do some more videos then, so people. Yeah, I've improved honestly. So there's uh, no way to improve on imperfection. (laughs) You're too kind. You're too kind. The envelope's on its way to you. So, (laughs) (laughs) 
But as usual, thank you everyone for listening. Let us know what you thought about Loki, good or bad, season two, everything. Just it's really, really good fun, and we love doing this. And we will be back for a very divisive caliber podcast. Whatever you're doing, take care, have fun, and we'll be back very soon. Goodbye. Bye. It's the end of the world.